All right, we're going to have a conversation here about inflation. We've talked about inflation a lot here on the show for good reason. It, it has been, well, it's been very, very high, and it's had a major impact on all of us um, and continues to. I shouldn't say has had. It's definitely getting better, and we've talked about that. But uh, when you look at certain numbers, they've stayed relatively high. Food inflation, right? But we've also talked before about how we get wrapped up in this big year over year. Every month, there's the big news story that comes out. The annual rate of inflation is this. And it's like, oh, my goodness. And there's a lot more that goes into a, an economy of a country, right? And, and where we are in terms of inflation and all the rest of that stuff. So wh- what are we doing wrong? What could we do better. Maybe that's a better way of putting it. We're going to chat with Peter Phillips, who is a distinguished professor, Johnson Shoyama Graduate School of Public Policy at the University of Saskatchewan. Peter, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being here. Good morning. So every month, as I say, that inflation rate is released, right? We have, we have all the news stories, the year over year difference in the cost of living. And we've, we've seen some eye popping numbers. Uh, certainly we've seen inflation is a real number and that number does tell us that, right? Yes, definitely. And, and uh, there's nothing wrong with the data we use. It's just it's it's only one view of what's going on in the economy. And the numbers have not been good. You know, we peaked out at over 8% on an annual on a 12 month rate of inflation. And and we're down to around four and a half, four to four and a half across Canada. But uh, that, that still sounds like we've We've got more inflation than we want. Right, because the target range is two or three. We're still outside of that target range. So um, that's only part of the picture. Is that what we're seeing here? It doesn't give us a full uh, documenting of what's actually going on? Yeah, the trouble is that you're you're comparing prices this year with prices last year. And that's a long way back. And yeah. a lot's happened in that 12-month period. And, and there is another set of data that comes out from the same source at the same time. And what we do is we seasonally adjust the month-to-month rates of change. So you take out all the, the things that happen naturally in, in a, 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 an economy over a year, and then you look at the rate of change there. And when you look at that in, a, in an equivalent way, our inflation rate peaked higher and earlier, dropped faster, and is now running, for the last four months, it's been running at about an average of 1.6% on an annualized basis. So we're, we're well within, in fact, we're slightly below the Bank of Canada's target on that basis. Interesting. Okay, so yeah, you're right. I mean, calling it a lagging indicator might not even do justice, right? I mean, it's certainly lagging, but <laughs> lagging by quite a bit. Well, it, it not only lags... It, it, it lags about a month from when you actually are, are are hearing about it, and then it's looking at the difference between those prices and twelve months ago, and 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 those are important when we talk about our long term uh, cost of living and 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 what we expect to to earn in our jobs. But but it, it, in terms of a policy perspective, the most important thing is yeah. what's happening to prices today. Are they going up or down, and are they are they going up or down faster than we want? For policy purposes, and and using the twelve month one is just too slow and ponderous. It's like trying to move a, a, a steamship rather than than uh, uh, turn a, a speedboat. And the economy does move a little bit faster sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. What about going outside of those inflation numbers, month over month, year over year? There's got to be other metrics we can look at too. I know you talk about three other factors we can look at to sort of give us some idea of what's going on, right? Yeah. There, there's there's lots of things that could, that could be leading or lagging indicators of inflation, but three important ones for Canada are commodity prices. They underlie food and energy and, and you know, big parts of the, the, the consumer price index. Uh, wages. Wages represent about half of the cost of producing the goods and services we consume. 
and the exchange rate because we buy and sell so much across our international boundaries. We, we export a lot of goods, but we also import a lot of what we consume. So each of those is a potential source of inflation or source of moderating uh, pressures on the price index. What do those indicators tell us? If we take a look at those numbers in terms of where we are with inflation, what do they say? The, the good news is that they're, they're all signaling a much more modest price price forecast. On the commodity side, they've been very volatile. When COVID hit, commodity prices dropped by 50% in for Canadian goods and services, the Canadian Commodity Index. And then it, when, when the economy started to recover, they quadrupled. So they were they were running twice as high as as they were before COVID, and that was partly driven by the the start of the war in between Russia and Ukraine. They're now moderating again. We're back down a third off our peak and and continuing decline on a month to month basis. So the commodity prices are are that's what pushed us up to, to those high rates of inflation a year ago, and they're also what are pulling us back down to a much more modest rate of inflation now. So that's the first one. And there's more. Well, the, the next one, well, <laughs> wages. I mean, wages. We've spent a lot of time in the last couple of weeks watching the federal oh, government the PSAC, yeah. it, and it, with PSAC. And interestingly, they came right about in the median of of what wage gains are looking like. If you look at the 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 uh, weekly and monthly uh, rates of pay in across Canada, we're running around three three and a half percent, which isn't particularly inflationary. Because there's usually a little bit of, you know, people get more seniority, people, you know, there's a whole bunch of reasons wages might go up. They work more hours. And so the, 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 the rates that are out there in the market are pretty modest and pretty much every collective agreement has been modest as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, the big ones are 4%. That's not particularly inflationary when inflation over the last year has been, you know, four and a half, five, six percent 6%. So these are, we're not getting a lot of pressure out of the labor market. And and that's that's positive. So, talk the bank talking down our expectations has worked. That that unions and employers have both found a way of 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 muddling through and and not locking in significant price gains over the pay area. And the third one is the Canadian dollar. Right. Um, you know it it bounces around plus or minus ten or fifteen percent on Canada U.S. dollar. And every time we we move down ten percent, we add about six six-tenths of one percent to our inflation rate out three, four quarters. The good news is that, that the last big movement in our exchange rate was was a, a was a depreciation which added to our inflation, but that's now out of the system. Our The dollar's pretty flat right now. It's trading in a very narrow range, and so it's not adding. It's always a risk factor, but it's not currently adding to our, our, uh, our inflationary pressures in Canada. These these numbers that we're talking about, I, I mean, imagine a lot of this is for the layman, for people like me who don't really understand a lot of the, you know, the bigger picture when it comes to economics. Because I've got to think, at least to, I'm, I'm hoping you're going to tell me, people like the Bank of Canada, when they're setting interest rates, they're doing these very things, right? They're diving into all kinds of different data, not just that headline number, of course. Well, I, I do hope they are. I mean, part of one of the reasons I, I was tempted to write about this is that when I started to look at the inflate, the month to month inflation rate to see what it was signaling, it was signaling way back in 2020 right. that we were breaching the, 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 the Bank of Canada's range that they were seeking. But we took 16 months to do anything. So we, we let the market 
build in inflationary pressures. And so we, we underestimated the inflationary pressures at the beginning, and now they're still talking about, well, you know, the last uh, report that came out a couple of weeks ago or a week ago was that they're talking about they may still have to raise infl- interest rates because inflation is too high. Well, the, once again, they're using a lagging indicator. So there's a risk that they could they could tip us into a recession that we don't actually need to, to get inflation under control. So right now we're we're just on the cusp. The economy's the economy's slowed down, but it, it's still growing, and and that's what they call the soft landing. We take inflation out of the equation, and we still grow. That's what everybody wants. Exactly, and 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 you're talking one point six percent inflation. That that's even a little bit below where we need to be. So that's raising right. rates would be the the wrong move then. Exactly, and so we we could. We could make things worse, and and yeah. and it's not just a, a problem for government. I mean, as as workers look at at uh, going for wage gains, they need they they might want to play a bit of catch up for past years, but they're looking forward. What what rates should they be expecting the uh, inflation to be so that they can key off that for their wage requests? Uh, companies they're looking for to price goods and services. They're looking to see, you know, is is the the cost of their inputs really going up because there's scarcity? Or is it going up just because prices are going up in general? And so having a stable rate is important, but having a, a rate that's predictable and, 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 and useful helps people make better choices. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Great insight. Really good information, Peter. Thank you so much for being here today.